Yo, what's up, everyone? Thank you so much for tuning in to the No Prisoners podcast. Just want to give a quick shout out to After Five Media for putting this whole thing together. If you're ever in any need of media services, such as photos, videos, even podcasting, check them out. They got you covered. Link is in the description below. Also, check out their Adobe stock links and also their Love Pack links. It's a great way to get your business looking nice and professional, whether it's your website or your Instagram posts. They got you covered. Also, check out our affiliate links for extra wallets i use the wallet myself best wallet i've ever purchased they come in aluminum leather whatever material you can think of they got you and they're so sleek and so damn good looking i don't know what else to say about it check them out link in the description below and last but not least enjoy the show a special episode today oh, yeah. before we get into it you better subscribe um especially since we're giving away the gopro <laughs> to none other than dude it looks completely rigged yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people are like yeah you're gonna try to get people to watch your show you're gonna get john marley on there and then the funny thing is is like all the video is gonna be john on the damn video <laughs> <laughs> dude we're gonna set up both gopro <laughs> one face well, forward yeah, one face back no, I, got a pre- oh. I got a pretzel in my throat. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> All right, so just so people know it's a real thing, this is a brand new GoPro 9 from Best Buy, unwarranted. Oh, dang, <laughs> dude. Thank yeah. you. For John. Yo, congratulations. Congratulations. We're going to do it again. Maybe not. We don't know. Yeah. But this was real. John did win nice. at Fair and Square. <laughs> Gilmar's like, some guy, John Marley, won. <laughs> We're like, no way. <laughs> I was like, no way. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny. This can't it's be sweet. true. Yeah. So we, I was, I think it was a Friday. I was driving home from work, and Gilmar sent the group chat. He's like, "Yeah, some dude named John Marley won," and I was like, "No fucking way." No. He's like, he's like, why do you know him? <laughs> yeah, Maybe. I just fished with him, and I was like, I was like, do I know him? I was like, this is gonna look so rigged. <laughs> That's funny. But it was our cat was out of the bag. Yeah, because Gilmar did it like live on I, Instagram I know, stories. I, I was like, well, we can't go back and be like, that's not actually who won. Yeah, it's how legit. do you do it? It was real. It just I just put in all the names of the subscribers that we have and just click the button and it randomized it. How'd you get them all in? You like manually put them in? Yeah, it was a pain in the ass. Holy fuck. shit! How, how many shit? entries? Yeah, what it wasn't that many. It was like a hundred and something. Yeah, but what if yeah. you get like ten thousand? What do you do? I'm fucked. I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I think we would just scroll down. That's what and I did. Yeah. Like, That's what I did on mine. I was like, do do do, and then I was like. That guy. Yeah, <laughs> it was that guy. Yeah. yeah, so. I'll probably do it like that next time. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. at least yours is like more legit that way. I guess, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty. Automatically. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty. It's, I mean, we put it in a randomizer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like a uh, we t- wheel of fortune. It was like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it. Gotta do a grander next time. Yeah, we'll have to do it. Yeah, and then like that's what you win that week. Yeah. It would just keep spinning it. What if people win GoPros every week? We're just like, oh, no. <laughs> <Crap>. <laughs> That's not in the Take budget. Take the GoPro off the thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> We're no longer giving away GoPros. We're One of them's old. you owe us a GoPro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's an IOU You're for like, a how GoPro. How did that happen? Yeah, we have one year to fulfill it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> one year. Disclaimer. <laughs> Yeah, you better. Yeah, like like that way. If you subscribe to the page, you still have like incentive to like contribute. The, yeah, You're like, Dude, I got to make sure they don't fail, or I'm like never gonna get my GoPro. The guys, like gambling. the how about the guys that give away like trucks? 
Yeah, that's serious. You got to buy into stuff, though. You have to buy. That's a raffle. You got to buy their $50 t-shirts. Mm. Yeah. No, there's guys that if you, like, sign up for their email list, you subscribe. And then it's like you have to buy for every $10 you spend on their website, you get, like, one entry. Yeah. That's how uh, they do it. I tried doing it before with a car a long time ago. And yeah. it was before it was legal and PayPal shut me down. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. You have to this give away. This guy's selling weed for sure. No, I'm it's trying to sell a car. Ten dollars here. Yeah, you sell. Here. You can't legally sell raffles to like the vehicle. You have to like sell like a T-shirt, and the T-shirt is your entry. You have to like sell something physical. That's dumb. So you can't just be like, "Yeah, you got one entry." It's yeah. like you're really just. It's just kind of like a Ponzi. Can American like tell you that. I mean, well, they told John about 10 years ago. I yeah. remember. There's laws <laughs> in different states and all yeah. that. So. That Was that with the blue car? Yeah. Yeah. That car. Uh, what do you think made that car, like, pop so much? Was it the, just the color combination that people just loved that color combo? Or what was it? I wanted, actually, a Corvette color that was, like, a lot more. But that was Mazda 38J is what mm. the color is. And it's just this blue, sparkly, lots of metallic. But, yeah, it popped. And then the bright yellow wheels on it, too. Yeah, that car showed up in a lot of, like, magazines and stuff, too, didn't it? Yep. Yeah, yeah it did. What happened to that? I uh, It got crashed into a bunch <laughs> in the back end. <laughs> yeah, because you and were then, actually drifting that oh, car. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and the alignment was so bad on it that, like, I think it was a half inch out on the front and still had to go, like, more. It was just so far bad out. Which is because, so. like, the frame was bent at that point? It was basically, like, crab walking nonstop. You just could <laughs> not make it straight. And then when I tried to make it straight, it was like forcing the axle this weird position and it kept breaking axles. I probably went through like I don't know twenty some axles in that car. Jeez, yeah, yeah. just because it was crooked. Yeah, but this I, car is great. My new one. You're gonna just scroll back. Right there. Oh, there, there it is, right that blue one, but yeah. it had yellow wheels on it. Yeah, that was with the VSKFs. Yeah, the hot boy wheels. That was a cool car. Yeah, I like the can of Yingling by the wheel. Yeah, gotta. That was my fourth place prize this weekend. <laughs> my buddy came over. He's like, I know you didn't win, but here's a lager. I was like, thank you. <laughs> how does that work? Like, how do you win in drifting? Like, how's that work? There's, like, judges. Well, it's first off, you got to qualify. Then it goes into top 32. And then there's two drivers, and you're competing against each other. So one person leads, other person follows. You do your run. Judges watch. You flip. Then, you know, you're leading, and the other person's following then. And then you can usually tell, you know, who did better each run, and then the judges score it. Or if it's too close, and they say one more time. So the goal, the goal is like to mirror the other person as closely as possible to a point, because there's a line, and there's like clipping points and zones that you got to have your car in. Mm. So if that car is not in those zones, and you're on top of them, you probably it's not going to get it scored as good, but like if you're in that zone the whole time, it's always a lot better too. So, but there was like one zone I just kept, well, one clipping point I just kept going wide on, just because it's not the right line to be honest. And I think they might change it now. What's a clipping point? Uh, so like a clipping point would be like on the inner side of that turn, kind of yeah. along the bottom towards the dirt, and it's like a cone that you're just trying to get like your bumper like graze. You're trying to get as close as possible yeah. without, like, actually hitting it. Yeah, and then, like, there's an outer zone on this one where you're, like, all the way up against the wall. So, like, in this picture, is the lead car doing better or the following car? Th we're just fun driving, and, uh... He, Does I mean, that mean it, you're the second car not doing as well when you say that? No, no, no we're just having fun, <laughs> just in general, like... They're not competing. Like, yeah, Club Loose isn't too much competing-wise. Uh, <clears> we just kind of have fun, and 
teach other people how to drive and stuff like that. But um, this is the track that we drove, and the layout that they have us was against the wall. So we would be, like, way in and not judge as well right now, actually. But mm. there's different ways to drive the track, so. Dude, that's. Yeah, that's an old photo. Yeah, so when I met, I met you, I worked for you, like, I started my business in, like, 2011, like, I August. I, or I think I met you, like, 2009. Yeah, we met in 2009. Yeah. I started working for you, though. Like, I started my business in August, and then I worked for you, like, on and off the yep. entire summer of the following summer. Yeah, you were doing, like, property maintenance at first or whatever, right? Yeah, I was doing, like, I had, like, contracts with companies like Wentworth or Mid-Atlantic Management. So yeah. I would, like, um, like, the company I had would just, like, we would manage the entire property, not yeah. the lawn, but, like all the structures, like anything breaking. So yeah. it was a pretty good gig, but it just... Um, boring. It, it was just so boring. Yeah. It was good money, but it was terribly boring. Yeah. So I like I knew you, and then I was just like, I'll just make all this money, and then like while I'm making this money during the day, I'll disappear and go work with John. <laughs> 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 and that's yeah. pretty much what Perfect. I did. I just like, I learned a lot of, um, just like the finer aspects of construction kind of just very quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah, we were doing a lot of trim. We did a big deck then, a couple yeah. other things. I it was just, uh, it was definitely a, a large step up from what I was doing at the time. Um, and that kind of probably helped me transition to probably what I'm doing today. Yep. Just that, that one summer we I spent agree. together. So thanks, John. Yeah, hey, here, here's your GoPro. Thanks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. I knew it. It was rigged. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how can I make this look yeah. as obvious as possible? <laughs> yeah, so, but when, like, when we were working together, you were just starting to get into, like, drifting cars. We were all into cars. Yeah. But, like, why did you get into drifting? I, like, got into cars because I was into motocross before. My friends that were into riding started getting into cars because you don't get hurt as bad. <laughs> and then... Like, I was getting my car aligned at this one shop, and they were like, hey, like, I heard you work on wood. And I was like, yeah. They're like, hey, we got this bar we got to build at the track. I was like, all right, whatever. So I go there on, like, a Wednesday, and uh, I was like, what What are you guys doing out there? Because, like, my one buddy was there driving and then crashed in the wall. I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, this is drifting. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I basically, like, helped out for about a year. Um, just kind of like on track. It, it's a lot of fun on track. It's it's a party there. I mean, at nighttime, once we stop driving at 10, bars open, everybody's having a good time. Everybody stays overnight. So, And then after that, like, half year in, I was like, crap, I got to get a drift car. And at first, <laughs> I was like, I traded my one Miata for this, like, project car. And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to flip this thing and then, you know, just make money off of it. And then it was my blue car after that. Mm. And then I got sucked in, and then uh, I've been driving now for like 12 years. That's John squeaking in the background, adjusting his microphone, so his neck doesn't. Ridiculous stand. Yeah, I, yeah, whatever. Fancy stands. Yeah, so I definitely want to put stands. My my current idea is just to kind of just make just a two-by-four thing and just drill it into the wall and just clamp this down to it so we can have it, like, there's got to be stands that like can swivel and stay where you swivel. And yeah, they, I'm not spending that money. What are we doing here? I don't know. <laughs> squeaking, <laughs> squeaking on a podcast. That's true. I guess we should get the nicer stands. Yeah. Well, we should have got them before John came because now we're going to blow up. We gave away a GoPro. We got John Marley, the drift 
woodworker here. <laughs> driftwood. Drift, yeah, driftwood. <laughs> That's a great and nickname, you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Driftwood. Yeah. <laughs> I got to oh, stop doing funny. that to people. Like, yeah. <laughs> Dumb nickname. I'm going to name my boat the Driftwood. Yeah. It's yeah fishing you, related, too, kind of. Yeah, yeah so it you, is for sure. You guys also are coming off a fourth place dude, victory. I got all fourth place last night at yeah. the local <laughs> lake fishing tournament. Yeah, man. How's it feel? It feels like we lost. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I'm pretty sure you lost a fish, too. I think Almost. that thing's sinking on the bottom yeah. right now. As what soon as we show. saw somebody else, like, way there's, and it was Mars, like, see, I'm going home. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> was, he, was, he was defeated. I'm looking at, like, that was his first tournament ever. That <laughs> yeah. was my second tournament ever. Yeah. And uh, I think we did all right. How long, you've, are you, how long have you been bass fishing, like, on a boat going out there? On a boat, like yeah. maybe two years actually, yeah. so not super long. How about bank fishing? Bank fishing, uh, probably about like three years. I was heavy into bank fishing last year because mm. the one job I was doing was on a lake. So okay, so you could just like, go and whip it out there. Yeah, that was like my lunch break or after work or early before work, basically whenever I felt or like. like during the day. Yeah, yeah, o'clock. I'd be like, "Hey, I'm gonna go take lunch," and I'm like, "All right, have fun." <laughs> Everybody kind of knew. So, <laughs> <laughs> did you have like so like this cool like like vest to hold your sandwich or something on it while you nah. fish? You just kind of like nah. I nah. just uh, I'd like snack throughout the day anyway. Mm. But no, I'd have a bag on me just for tackle. That's about it. I wouldn't really eat. I just fish. That's. But. Do you fish as much as John fish? He's is. aggressive this year, man. I haven't <laughs> been as much. He's got all the fancy electronics, too, now. <laughs> it's like video game fishing for him out there now. That's what brought us that bass. We're like, we, we are struggling. We went to one spot. We were boat number five. Right? Was this a poached spot? Or was no. This a, no well, first that. off, it was like a race all the way across the lake. I saw it was like yeah. it was like the the Great American and race. And the funny thing is, you guys are, nor- John sends me a picture of all you guys going at the same time. Normal like, bass fishing, like when they go out, they got like 250 horsepowers. Their boats are ripping 67 miles an hour. <laughs> Us, we only got 20 horsepowers, and we're like, everyone's going like 18 miles an hour. Like yeah. right next to like each other. Pushing, like, pushing water. Yeah, yeah. There was one guy that like took off. Too. I don't know, dude. He, he had to have a 25. I don't know what he had. <laughs> that extra five horsepower will get you. Yeah, V-Haul. Yeah, so this is John right here trying to keep his fish alive. He just flew over. <laughs> it's just tipping over onto it. That doesn't look good. Yeah, we got a little creative. We took, like, it's called the call tag, which is like a clip thing for its mouth. Like, stuck it in its mouth and shoved it in the hatch to hold it up even. But by the end of the night... <laughs> By the end of the night, it wasn't bad. Well, so what you got? You were telling me that you basically gave the fish the bends because you pulled it out from. Yeah, so we were we we raced out to the spot. We got on a good spot, saw tons of fish, got a few bites, like a couple hard bites. Nothing grabbed. We're like, all right, well, we're gonna stay here for an hour because there's only a we only had three two and a half hours to fish. Yeah, right, which is a fairly short window to fish. Got nothing. We went to a weed line and like fish that we got nothing and we just started doing some deeper structure and then right before like we left like somehow i moved my electronics over to the right and saw like a it was like it was like right when he was pulling it up and all of a sudden you it just was. see this stump with some fish on it i was like oh dude like, I ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and then john was already like packing up and then i just threw it in 
and then just just grabbed her. And I, we had no idea how big she was. Cause yeah, she you're was, like, oh, it's not that big. It's not that big. It felt, didn't feel big. She was coming right at us, and she was moving around. She stayed deep. She was pulling. How do you know it's a female? I think they're all, I don't know. I call them all girls. <laughs> all the big girls. All the big girls. <laughs> all the big girls. So we got her up, and then we saw her. I was like, oh, my God, we got to get this one in the boat. Yeah, his face when he first saw it was funny. His <laughs> eyes just opened up. <laughs> like, oh, knew, quickly grab it. <laughs> John's in the water trying to grab it. So we get it in the boat, and, like, it was t- deep. It was, like, 20, 25 feet of water. Like, that's a deep fish. Do you yeah. have any footage of you, like, actually pulling it out? We didn't even no. GoPro any. We should have. Yeah. It kind of sounds like you showed up with a fish. Next yeah, time. right. The fish was, dude, like, guy, dude, the fish was looking that. like that because you guys had it in no, a so cooler this, this fish, <laughs> for all day long. This fish had, like, three or four holes in its face. Yeah. Mm. Its Damn. bottom jaw was broken. Like, this thing had been caught. Yeah, I was, like, five or six it, times. I was holding it upright, and I could feel its jaw moving. I was like, dude, I'm pretty sure its jaw's broken in the middle from like a long time ago. Oh, then we man. put her in the box and she immediately turned upside down. We're like, oh my God, <laughs> what do we do? And it's because we had another hour and a half to fish. <laughs> we did. Normally he's like, more time. He's yeah. like, I can't wait for this to end. I was like, this is, I've never wanted a fishing tournament to end so bad. Because it was a good fish. And I, like, it was tough conditions. Like a front was moving in. It was windy as hell. Yeah. Nobody out there is equipped to deal with wind like that. It calmed down for a little bit. We're like, all right. And then all of a sudden, wind. We looked at each other. We're like, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> we're like throwing it out there, and the wind's like grabbing it midair. Do the one time, too. Like I have my rod out, and he goes to cast his, and we just connect lines, and it just tangles up. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, just cut me off, bro. Just cut me yeah, off. Cut it. Oh, it was a shit show. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was fun, though. Second tournament. Brought it in. We were leader in the clubhouse for a while. Yeah. Well, you're the first one, so you're first for a little while. Yeah, so I, you were first place. <laughs> you were leader in the clubhouse for a little while. You mean the leader on the so dock. I, I, yeah. I had the second most embarrassing moment backing up a trailer. Yeah, I, you had to do it like five times. Yeah. <laughs> so normally I'm. Legit as fuck. Like I got it down. No, I couldn't see. No, it. I don't know. No, no, I bet I'm you John now. Marley could out out mm, back a trailer up probably. any day. <laughs> under back the, a trailer. I see that a lot. Dude, yeah, I've so. seen this dude back a car trailer up into like the woods, like yeah. up a, upwards, backwards at night in the middle of like well, an October say, rain. I was like, just, "Are you not gonna do it?" He's like, "Yeah, we got this." Yeah. Let's just say I have no problem backing down a trailer now, like zero, and I can back it into my garage. No, no issue. Yeah, and your boat's so small and your truck's so powerful that if you really got no jam, you just put it in drive and floor it out of wherever you're on. Yeah, and so, but it was dark. I couldn't see. I couldn't find a reference point of where the shore was, where the where the ramp was. So it took me like four or five times getting it down. That sucked. Yeah, it was you like the, the reverse slides next. I think that's it. what I need. Yeah. You get some LEDs. You don't really it. have, like, the side bunks either on your trailer because mm-hmm. I can see those on mine. Nice. I just have little ones. Yeah. My little John Boat trailer was so small. John Boat? Yeah, John it's boat. called John Boat. <laughs> J-O-N, too. Yeah. Um, and it was so skinny that I couldn't even see beyond my truck, and that was, like, when I was backing up, it was like, <laughs> 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 I see it. I see it the other way. I see it the other yeah. way. Yeah. That's awesome. That was fun, though. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, so a guy brought in a... We got four pounds. A guy got a 4.04. And then two guys had over five and a half. Yeah, there was like a 5.3 and then... 5.75. The guy who runs the tournament got a 5.7. He went left, dude. Did you see him go left? No, I didn't, but I believe it. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's always interesting. <laughs> it's like nobody does anything with their dog. <laughs> Dude, he definitely went left. Yeah. John's like, I'm fucking believe Well, he it. probably went to the bluffs. <laughs> yeah. He fishes these, uh, 
like handmade swim baits. Mm-hmm. He like hand carves them. Okay. Yeah, and uh, he kills it. They're like ten inch swim baits. The best part of the night, though, John Marley saw his idol. Yeah. Who's your idol? Dude, we got into the parking lot, and I like, (laughs) (laughs) I I look up and I see this old guy. He's I don't know in his fifties, sixties maybe. I'm like, I follow that dude on YouTube, and he's like, What do you mean? I'm like, I show him. He's got like two thousand followers (laughs) on YouTube. But I watch this guy on YouTube all the time, and he's just super informative, like not high high production videos or anything like that. So I went over and introduced myself and was talking to him for a little bit. He did when he was just like a fishing guy. He was there now. He actually took the pen out and it made him sign his hat. No, I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) No. He's like, oh, I'm John John Marley, custom builder. Uh, I follow you on YouTube. What was that guy's YouTube? Uh, It was Fishden365. Yeah, dude. Fishden365. Yeah. Is the community up there, is it pretty pretty tight-knit, like worth the fishing? It is a bit, yeah. He um, he lives in Allentown, but he grew up like hmm. in Perkasy, right near Nakamixon. He mainly Wait, fishes. Wait, this guy's hilarious. Yeah, he mainly fishes Lake One Paul Pack, but I mainly found him through stripers. I've been trying to figure out stripers there, but yeah, dude, his videos are they're simple. But they're informative. Yeah, you either have really informative stuff or you do high production yeah that's like an in the shop one but there's some where he's got on the lake and all that yeah do you do like for your those are all those fishing fishing you do a lot of videos and stuff for work like do you have a youtube channel for work or do you just do the instagram i don't even do the instagram anymore no i i don't feel like to be honest (laughs) you when you were first getting started out with spire like because you were on your own yeah and then they poached you and were like we need john yeah, I was subbing for him since okay. 2010, and then they asked me for two years to work for him. In 2015, I joined, and I kept telling my boss, I was like, yeah, you should probably start an Instagram. He's like, no, nah, that's stupid, and now he's, like, all about it. Um, but we actually have someone that uploads everything, like one of the dude's wives does it. So. Okay, and they do it for your account, too? No, mm. I actually haven't been posting as much on mine. Mm. I don't really, I'm, like, in between big projects. I'm doing okay. a bunch of little things. My one big job got pushed off the next year, so I don't know. I like posting the bigger stuff mainly. Yeah, because you get really down into like the the like nitty gritty of like what actually is it takes to put all yeah. of those like functions together. Yeah, mainly post stories. Here, um, go to his pages. Fine, yeah, fine woodworking. Fine woodworking. There it is. Yeah. So like you. Yeah, I don't even know the last time I posted. A little while. Damn, John, your fans yeah. need you. Yeah. July 7th. Whatever. It's a beautiful Look house. Look at that. Are those indoor pool lounge chairs for tanning? To be honest, a lot of the furnishing in this house is a little weird. It's pretty old from the 80s. She doesn't like getting rid of anything. She holds on to, like, everything. Yeah, buy once, cry once. She probably buys, like, really nice stuff and then just never gets rid of it. It's, like, it's insane. It was organized hoarding. That's what I considered it. <laughs> yeah, so... The houses you work on, like, what, is there, like, a typical size or, like, style or, like, how does Um, that work? I've been mainly getting the more modern projects just because I guess I do well at it. It's not easy to do modern details. And um, a lot of the jobs that I get are requested by architects or clients, too. So even the... What, you're requested? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so either the architect saying, hey, I want to work with John or the homeowner, too. Like, I'm doing a smaller job now where... 
the homeowner requested me because I built the father's house. Mm. And they were like, no, he's going to be doing this larger project. But then that got pushed off. So they're like, hey, guess what? You get to have him. So, but it's, it's only like part time for me at that project. So, how does that work with, like, how do people come to Spire and request to like work with you? Do they hear about you from like other people or like follow you on Instagram? I don't even know. All I know it's a small world. Mm. They talk. It's funny. You talk to clients and like they all know each other. Mm. It's this big community. They all kind of know. So I hear it. Like There's I'm only one percent of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, you're yeah, dealing yeah. with like the one percent of the world. Typically. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So. Do you have a lot of interactions with the customers, or are you mainly dealing with, like, architects, designers? Every, How's it? All of it, yeah. It's all just a big kind of, like, melting yeah, pot? Yeah, yeah, homeowners, architects, uh, designers. There's, like, one designer we work with that I, I haven't really worked with her much yet. So it's another guy, Matt, that kind of deals with her. Um, mm-hmm. But other than that, yeah, it's just, you know, I mainly wanted to get to the architectural level. That's where, when I was working for myself, it was hard to kind of get to those architects. So now kind of have started to build that name, which is nice. Yeah, that I I totally re- understand what you're saying. What what do you think makes like your approach to construction better, or like what what gets you the results in modern that maybe like other people aren't getting, or like why do they choose you? Like, what is it about your process? I guess I can like see the finished product like in a raw form, no matter what. Like even if it's a field, I can mm-hmm. literally picture like where the house is going to be. I'll set up like a time lapse camera before we even dig. And then it'll just work all the way through. But I don't know. I'm just able to, like, get drawings and then ask a million questions and iron out all the details. And it just tends to go pretty smooth for the most part. Uh, the last project, I had the most amount of changes I've ever, ever dealt with. And that was From pretty, the client? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Client and architect, but mainly client. And it was just, you know, indecisiveness. The one with the, the curved staircase? Yes, that's the only thing that probably didn't change in that house, actually. Yeah, that's, that's legit. Besides crazy. that floor, it was going to be all domestic white oak, and we did European white oak. So, but um, that's that, it's funny. The architect drew a floor plan, but couldn't draw the stairs at all. It'd be hard to draw those. Oh in, yeah, in computer. Oh yeah, by, uh, by yeah. hand. It would be, he had no idea. Yeah. yeah. So luckily, we found a good stair company that could do shop drawings for it. We had like a render. But it wasn't really correct how it was going to, like, go into the ceiling and all that. So, luckily, I worked with the plaster guys. We made it work out. That's one of my assistants. Is that what the side of that is, is plaster? Some of it. Not yeah. all of it, actually. So, a lot of it is drywall. level five. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. insane. That's crazy. Yeah, but how it's all mixed mud. It's not bucket mud. Yeah. So. How do you, how old were you when you started, like, I guess, learning construction drawings? Drawings? Yeah. Um, I mean, I started tinkering with woodworking, like, when I was six. Drawing-wise, I guess you could technically say, like, 14 or 15. Yeah, in, shop, in like, tech school or? Uh, I didn't get into tech school until I was, like, 15, but I, I started a project before then, and then I also was working with Eon Reeves. I ended up joining through the summer. Mm. So they were doing St. Seals Church yeah. and Jamison there. So that was, like, my first big construction project where I was like on the books and all that nonsense. Um, learned some there. Learned how to push a broom really good. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> I but, bet. Um, yeah. Then I started working with like a custom home builder and that was pretty cool because he, he would like start work late. So that way we would work late. So that way when I was done school, I would meet up with him and be able to work like, you know, four hours after work somehow. 
which was pretty cool. That's actually an interesting idea. I've always wondered why construction guys work so early, right? Mm. You want to know why? It's trucking industry drives that. Because, like, so what they do is, like, if imagine if you were setting up all those deliveries and everything while rush hour traffic was going on. So the goal is to get all those trucks out before, like, the mess of traffic. I feel like there's a mess no matter what now. Yeah, I think that (laughs) that was probably, like... Back but then. now they're all mid used to mid it. industrial yeah. 1900 like you know that probably made sense at a certain time and now it's just kind of like yeah eh, there's Commer- deliveries all day up here right now commercial guys are starting like 6 a.m to beat the heat yeah i could see that yeah for sure maybe that's half of what it is yeah or maybe they fish yeah they gotta get maybe. out gotta go, you, know, mm, lucky. you might be on to something you load it up early you got time in the afternoon or you load it up late you got time in the morning then you can go fishing in the morning if you start later, I guess. That's hard to do, unless yeah. it's, like, right in June when we the days are longer. <laughs> we, <laughs> we got, got a problem. problem. The ship <laughs> is sinking. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys, so when you were six years old, you started to get into woodworking? Were your parents yeah, involved? Yeah, my, my parents were getting a, a house actually built. My dad, like, did all the steel work, and they were getting the framing done, and my dad pretty much did the majority of the stuff on it, so I knew right away that I wanted to be a carpenter at that age. Yeah, and your dad's into metal. Yes. Yeah, so was there, like, any sort of, like, divergence of relationship there? You're like, Dad, I'm going to touch wood. He was okay with it. Like, I was helping out in his shop when I was young, like, real young. He was making me crawl in the crane booms and scrape the grease out when I was, like, six years old. (laughs) He's like, here's a paint suit. Here's a coffee can. Here's a paint scraper. Go scrape all that grease out. So. <laughs> yeah, so I, I was kind of used to, like, cleaning the machine shop when I was real young. It freaking sucked. Getting all, like, metal splinters in my hands. So, and then my grandfather was into, like, woodworking a little bit. So he was like, yeah, you can mess with him with stuff. And then we'd, like, after my parents built their house, they we did a cedar deck. And I had all these scraps they gave me. So I was just building all sorts of random stuff. It just kind of just kept going, building forts out in the woods, and then in Boy Scouts. I was in. I grew up in Boy Scouts, so like our troop owned our own camp. So we we were always building cabins. We were always building bridges, and then our main cabin got burned down, like vandalism. So it was interesting. A whole, yeah, it was a whole timber frame structure. So we rebuilt that completely. So I did that when I was like, I think I was ten. I was involved in that. Nice. So, Did you say you're third generation, like craftsman, in a way? Uh, my grandfather was a police officer, chief of police. It's the second generation, second. I guess. I thought you said he was... Well, he tinkered. <coughs> oh, okay. Yeah, he had, like, a wood shop in the basement and stuff like that. Yeah, but grandpa like, stuff. Every Harbor Freight yeah. tool. He didn't own, like, legit stuff, to be honest, but... What kind of what kind of metal work did, did your dad... Like, what, is your, what did they, like, ultimately do? He... I mean, originally, he was, like, a machinist in high school, tech school, and then he was working in quarries a lot. And then he started doing structural steel, like buildings. Mm. And then one day he realized there was nobody to fix cranes. So he's like, I'm going to start getting into that. Because, like, if a crane broke, they'd call Germany. And, then, like, somebody from Germany had to fly, fly over, over and look at it. Then they'd be like, all right, we're going to order a boom. We'll see you in, like, four months, you know. So the whole job would just stop. Yeah. Yeah, so he was like, all right, well, if I can get certified and I can figure this out and then I can fix it and, like, I'll name that price. And it's like, all right, it's cheaper than what it's going to cost for a new boom and I can get on it next week versus you waiting months. I mean, the one job I helped him out with, like, in, is in Hawaii, actually. Um, but every day that crane was down, they were losing a million bucks. 
Yeah, so your so dad's really, a pretty your dad's really a pretty matter. important guy. Yeah, yeah, so like the guys in the mountain were like fighting, you know, like we gotta get this freaking thing working, you know. So yeah. But the proposal says two and a half million. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. It's no, like, well, do you want your crane? Yeah, Shows it, up with the like reason I had suitcase. to go out there for that, like they'd ship material out there that they were told was the right size. And then when they cut open the old lacing, they realized it wasn't the right size thickness. So my dad was in Louisiana. And the guy was out in uh, Hawaii. So he's like, I need you to go to my shop. I need you to cut these pipes up. I need you to wrap them up and get on the airplane and fly out to Hawaii, like, ASAP. I was like, you're allowed to do that? You showed up with a bunch of pipes at the airport? <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. And like they I'm, were like, no, no, And you booked no. your plane ticket last I'm like, minute? I'm like, it's okay. My dad's done this before, apparently. So, <laughs> yeah. It was so expensive to get it on there because of the weight. Yeah. And then they put it in. Baggage check. Oh. Um, dude, I heard it coming for like <laughs> 10 minutes. <laughs> Your baggage check. Bam. Comes bam, down the chute. Like, takes out the kid at the bottom yeah, of the Yeah, I was like, I was like, here they come. Nope, nope, still hear them. Here they come. Oh, there they are. Yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah, and then I put them on the cart. They're like trying to roll off the cart. So, yeah. How old are you then? I was working for myself, actually. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was a long day. I left at like 4 a.m. in the morning. Flew out to Hawaii, landed there 4 p.m., which is whatever time here. Then we went up to the mountain and worked till midnight. With the pipes. Yeah, I was up there. I was like, I didn't even eat dinner yet. And they're like, all right, we'll go get Burger King for you. I was like, all right, good enough. So, <laughs> but yeah, and then we You're had to get up. Hawaii for the first time, you got <laughs> Burger That's King. Not, that that yeah. pretty much yeah. sounds like working with Dad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he wasn't even there, though. <laughs> so Still. He was in another state working. But, yeah, no, it's interesting. My brother worked for my dad for a little bit. And then he eventually uh, started his own thing. Tree guy now. Cutting yeah. trees. A climber. Hacking yes. them down. Yep. Not many climbers out there anymore. I guess not. I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. do you know about the tree game, too? It's fishing, building. I have some really good tree contacts, actually. What, what's so. the saying? Yeah, reach out to John if you need some trees, you know. Yeah. I didn't give down. you my plumber. Sorry. I know you needed a plumber the other day. Yeah. I feel like sometimes I, I can't. Just hit you up every time I need something. Yeah. I gotta like at least try to contact some other people before yeah. I just text John. And be like, "Who's your mason?" Yeah, <laughs> that's usually and what. Both, it both the guys in those areas I know, like my, they're on the edge of retirement. So, as most plumbers are, the 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 odd thing. A lot of people ask me, and then our our normal plumber finally met me out there and was you know hopefully going to help us out in a timely yeah. fashion. Thanks, Doug. But they were all like, "So what's the deal?" And I'm like, "Well, I actually met a considerable amount of plumbers out here." And then everything was good. And they're like, oh, we'll get you the shoot you the proposal, blah, blah, blah. And then never heard from them again. Yeah. Would reach out to them, never heard from so them again. So they didn't yeah. like the job. They're like, screw it. This job sucks. But I they just, leave super pot, like, oh, yeah, sure. Let me get your card. I'm like, dude, just say you don't want this job and let's let's wrap this up and I'll get the next guy. Like, don't make me, like, don't tell yeah. me you want it. Me send you an email, call you, call you. You don't want it. Like, just say you don't want it. Or you ever get like, you're like, I need the proposal. And then they're like, all right, I'll be there tomorrow. And you're like, no, no, no. I need the price first to review it all. A lot. We get that a yeah. lot. They're like, oh, yeah, sure. We'll just, you know, do this, do yeah. that. And I'm like, all right, proposal. And I'm like, uh. and I think that's a little bit of what it was is some of these guys are so busy yeah. that them being like, yeah. 6,300. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, all right, cool. Can you write that down for me so we can like do this like normal people? And they're like, yeah. oh, I don't have time for that. Yeah. I'm so busy. Yeah. I just dealt with that, too, with a fiberglass company. And I kept bugging them to send it over. They were taking forever. They finally did. And then I ended up hiring another guy. I told them. I sent them an email today. And I swear, 30 seconds later, my phone starts ringing. 
They're like, why didn't we get it? Like, I stated it all in the email, but I explained it all to them, and they were all bummed out. They're like, does this mean we're losing all the work with you? I'm like, no, no. It's got to be competitively bidded at least. So Yeah, you can't give it to this, like, you have to show that you're doing some sort of value. So the funny thing is, is, like, I know what their normal price is, and then they bumped it up a little bit too. Mm. Yeah. So the, the COVID old, bump, the old COVID yeah. bump, the old COVID they're bump. Getting, getting too com- many people bumped like too frequently. I felt like some businesses were bumping every other day this year. Yeah. It's like every time you got a price like, increase, like extra not only. What's your problem? Just drags down. I don't know if I move or it moves. I think you move. Maybe I'm pretty sure it's fine. You guys are matching almost. I know. John did that. He, he, he's he been trying to step his style up, and I appreciate it. He's not wearing Mall Walker yeah. 5000s anymore. Yo, the Acers, <laughs> these yeah. are great shoes. These are super r- comfortable. This is this is high-end dad fashion. That's what No I'm more saying. New Balance. You guys don't wear boots? Like really? I, have, I have boots in my truck. Yeah. Yeah. You got boots in your truck? Nice. He doesn't have boots in his truck. I do. Oh. I yeah, I keep in my truck. I keep a pair of work sneakers and a pair of work boots. Yeah, just because you you know. Yeah. If I show up somewhere and I'm like, Ugh, you guys are getting into this right now, and I I can't. Well, I was actually at a job with Ryan today and trampled through mud and had to go change shoes. They're, yeah, they're just yeah. not good. Mall walkers are down. The mall walkers yeah. are down, Damn. dude. <laughs> <laughs> Got down. some moon boots, cupped them in mud, so he's walking around like he's on the moon now. Grass stains. <laughs> yeah, not good. <laughs> yeah, I feel like when you have a pair of those shoes on, you should just have like grass clippings just glued to your knee from weed whacking. Well, you got you some shoes for that. Do you even <laughs> weed whack? Me? I'm a, yeah. Yeah, you mow your lawn? I mow my lawn. Nah, he makes his son do it. My lawn is yeah. no bigger than this office. It's not big. Oh, really? Yeah, but yeah. it's cut up in a lot of sections. All right. Yeah. A lot of turns. There's a, he's got it like broken up into patches of grass now. Yeah. yeah. It's, great. it's a good setup. Nice. It's a way I, to go. I love, I love doing my own lawn. Who needs yeah. a lot of you grass? Come do mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not every. Yeah, you have like a lawn, lawn. You have a yeah. Yeah, I have a big area. You have a prairie. I have. Prairie. I have. Fr- I have two meadows and a field. <laughs> yeah, see a yeah, meadow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You have a Z turn. I have a, uh, a Toro. Nice. A Z-turn. Toro. Um, <laughs> Dude, this this is uh, dad talk. Okay, he got yeah. a Z turn. <laughs> yeah, a zero zero turn. Yeah, Z turn. Yeah. I think it's called a zero turn. I don't. Do they abbreviate it as a they Z do. turn now? They do. Okay. Yeah. I, know, I know it. Do they? Yeah, I don't know. No, they do. <laughs> don't lie. Don't make <laughs> him feel. Talk, you know, don't make him feel <laughs> special. Is your house? Is your house like all all completed for now? It's it's never complete. You mm. know, no. The living space inside, yes. Um, that's like phase one, I guess you could say. I'm yeah. I'm actually designing my future house too. Still, yeah, because I'm gonna build like a regular house on the property. I figured. Yeah, it makes so. sense. How many acres do you have out there? Thirteen point four. Damn. Yeah. We, a lot of land. Yeah, yeah. John, it's homestead. Yeah, it is. It's actually on Homestead Act and the uh Land Act three nineteen farmstead. Oh no shit. That's why he has the meadows. Yeah, yeah. you have to maintain have that, to, don't you? You have no, to you have to make PA. money. Not in PA. That's okay. not true. Nope. It's just for the deer. There's a lot of deer. Act three nineteen? Land Act 319. Dude, it saved me a ton of money. Yeah, you, I pretty sh- How many years have you owned your property? We're going to get into a battle on Two Land years. Act. Three, three years. Pretty sure you had to show a profit. No. So I have forestry. So I did uh, the forest management plan. Okay. All right. So okay. 560 bucks for a forest management plan. You submit it to the township. <laughs> I thought we were going to have just like it. two technical dragons just go at it. No, right no. no I got no. about a 60-page no, like, document I can show you. 
<laughs> Forestry yeah. technicality. In Jersey, you got to do stuff, not PA. Yeah. Luckily. Are you ever going to get any goats or anything? No. I, Alpacas? I, so you got to get like a fence, and like, I don't feel like paying for a big fence. Just, just build one, it. One of those deer yeah. fences, dude. Yes, yeah, not cheap right now. Yeah. I just got one done at a property. On my property, for the cost, the amount of cost of that guy, it'd be like 40 some grand. Mm. Damn, dude. Yeah, it's a lot of fence. Just start pulling fence from tree to tree and call it good. Yeah, right. It won't last. <laughs> you got to do it. Do it right. Yeah, I get you. You know? So, I get you. That's but now, yeah, I've uh, Angus cows would be before goats. Cows. Angus cows. Angus. Why? For the meat? Because they don't destroy your grass, actually. Why? I don't know why, but they They're don't. They're nice. <laughs> they don't destroy your grass. They're low maintenance, apparently. They, They're they, tasty. Cows don't destroy your grass if you have enough room for the number of cows you have. Yeah. Interesting. Right. But apparently Angus cows eat the right grasses. So how long do you think you'll be until you're breaking ground on Marley, Casa de Marley? Like... Like estimated two years. Yeah. Yeah, save some more money. I already have it like flagged out where I'm like trying to finalize the floor plan. And I have like the footprint figured. And you're drawing this yourself, yeah. Yeah. In PA, if you build your own home, I'm pretty sure you don't need certain things, right? What do you mean by certain things? (laughs) Like you don't need as... I don't think you need You don't need any concrete? No, no, I don't think you need as many um, approvals or permits. Is that true, John? Uh, if you're building your own home, I I don't know about that, but my township's stupid easy. I yeah. just like you're, are you in Haycock? Plan. Haycock? Haycock? Yeah. yeah. What do you use, Chief? This this is just like I don't know floorplan.com or something. I was messing with. I wanted a web. <laughs> I wanted like a web browser version to mess with. I have like a Pinterest that I've saved so many damn plan layouts. It's all off this like one footprint like Adirondack style with a big A frame. So you're gonna do like kind of like a long. Kind of a like long house rectangular. with yeah, big open floor plan straight yeah, through. Yeah, with walls, and then yeah, the second floor will you know be more pitch ceilings and stuff. So, big you know family room, kitchen area with the tall ceilings. What and would stuff. be what would be like the usable dimensions of the second floor? Uh, of the second floor, well, first because if you're doing like the pitched roof and you raise it up, yeah, in the, the second first floor right now we're at like 28 feet by 48 feet long. Okay. So that way, I'm also thinking nominally for sheets and all that kind of stuff. Um, I'm trying to like design it the most cost-effective way. Yeah, with zero possible. waste. Huh? Yeah. Um, and then, so the second floor, it's going to have like a twelve twelve roof. So you think, you know, you usually have about a four foot knee wall. So you're thinking twenty feet wide. And then I know the great room area I want to be sixteen feet, and there's going to be like loft and bedroom. I don't know. It's going to be like 2,200 2, square feet overall without a basement calculating, you know? So not, not bad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my long-term goal is like maybe net zero, get it certified, you know, set it up all on heat pumps and everything. And then I'd have to do solar out in my field, not where I want to put the house. It's not enough sun. And Because you're going to put it in like the wooded. Woods, yeah. Did you ever do geothermal? Uh, no, not personally. I, I know a lot about geo, and I do it on, like, every house. But that's not really a large enough house exactly. that would warrant it, the cost 
effective. Exactly. Yeah. Like the twenty two hundred square foot with the insulation yeah. that he's doing, like, like the geo, you would want like a bigger footprint, square footprint. Yeah, years ago, like when heat pumps sucked, but now like they can go down to like negative twenty. Yeah, like yeah, your variable variable ones. speed heat pump. Yeah, would definitely crush that house. Yeah, so you know, there's no real need for geo. Like actually. My boss is trying to come up with a crazy geo idea for our office reno, and we're going to test it on one zone. It's not figured out yet, but he wants to utilize stormwater management for geo cooling. <clears throat> what, just use the oh bottom of the pond? God. So, so he wants to like use tanks, but so you could so you what you would divert the rainwater into holding tanks and cool from the tanks. Yes, and then yeah, surplus the ta- surplus the water would have to then to be dispersed into a fucking rain garden, and you'd still need a rain garden. Yes, you technically still would buy. So you would just have DEP. two large cooling tanks. Well, but they'd have to be underground, right? They're underground. Uh, most likely, yeah. I Tank mean, it could be in a basement or anything like that. Yeah. So, but you would he, want them underground, though, or the radiant. Well, that's like, what I'm saying. Cool, they have, they have to be. Why didn't he just ask for like more of a pond to just put them in the bottom of the pond? Well, it's it, where his office is. It's not possible. Oh. Uh, but so he wants to do like a pump and dump, which I'm all about closed loop personally. But then closed loop has a little bit of disadvantages. Um, if you want to do a pond loop system for a house. Yeah. yeah, that pond needs to be an acre and a half. It also has to be more than ten, like ten or fifteen feet deep too, yeah. so it doesn't freeze. My boss's office is like ginormous. I mean, we would need like a twenty-five oh. acre pond. You <laughs> know, the lot's only like two acres. So, yeah, it, it like I was like, let's do a mix of your idea, and then backup wells. But he, I, I his like point is like you know geo works. Mm-hmm. So you know it's got a, a closed loop system pumping the water down glycol. Water and glycol mixture. So when that is going down, it's one temperature. Let's say you are cooling your house. So most likely that's hot, that water that's going down. And then when it goes down to the earth, it's supposed to cool coming back up. Right. Those pipes are touching, right? Yeah, so the transfer between them is the same. Kind almost. of. It, it, you do notice a difference, yeah. but it's not as significant as it should be. As if they were separate. Why can't they separate them? Like in a way. Nobody's ever tried to figure it out. Mm. Why? Because you c- the loop underneath the ground... Because you would have vertical. to dig down, you'd have to dig down this way and Can't then loop you do, across. You can do horizontal systems and bury them again, correct? Yeah, you could do all that. But then you need more acreage. Exactly. So, we can make like little clips. Is my idea. So when you put the pipe down in the well, you you're, have a separator. You're clip. lowering them with a separator clip. Yeah, and then you're filling it with grout and your graphite and all that stuff for the heat transfer. And or just are ensuring you, that. Are they're you separate. filling with grout all the way down? You or have only to. The, well, I know, like, well wells are the first 50 feet they case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's casing regular wells. But geo wells, they're grouted fully. All the way down. Yeah, and the way they do all this, too, is they fill the lines with water so they don't float when you're trying to push it down. Right. And when they're pushing them down, too, sometimes they're putting that grout hose with it. We're putting the grout hose after. And that grout hose goes all the way to the bottom. Think it'll break the clips off? Uh, no, no. But then as they're grouting, they pull that hose up. With it, yeah. You know, so that way they're filling it from the bottom up. So oh, we don't sure. have, like, an air bubble or shit like that. It's kind of bleeding out. Yeah. It pushes the water out. And I like the clip like system idea. Yeah. So that's Do like, you have enough room in the hole? I guess the holes are you know, it's about not a, that big. It depends on the size. This is around a four-inch diameter. They start with a six-inch for the six-inch casing. Yep. Sometimes eight, depends on the guy. And then they go into a four-inch hole yeah. typically. So Interesting. Yeah. yeah, like the last house I built, we did, it was all geo. And it was 24 tons in that house. So we had 12 wells that were... Nine of them were 375 feet, and three of them were 425 feet deep. Why do you have to change the depth of a geothermal well? 
so we had like a zone with the nine wells, which had a manifold that pumped multiple systems. And then we had units on the other side of the house that those three wells fed and they needed a little bit more oomph. Mm, so they so went they down a little bit gotcha. deeper. So the deeper it goes, the more heat transfer it has. Yeah, just like a chart they have, you know, the right. tonnage. It, yeah, yeah. It's basically how... Thermodynamic release yeah. on tonnage. Yeah. Yeah, our, one of our well drillers say they, they do a lot of them in ponds. Like yeah, in farm pond ponds. Yeah. yeah. A ton of them. Yeah. Interesting. You yeah. learn something new every day. So that job we did, Cor- the Cornell house. Yeah. He did his own loop system in the backyard, and he had a storage tank in the basement there, and it's, like, fully, like, structured with, like, metal rods and all sorts of stuff. Really? Yeah. That was an interesting project. This guy had a had, – we he grew up re- in this house. Raising his house up, basically. Yeah, he grew up, and he had seven-foot-six ceilings on his first floor, and, it, and then his parents gave him the house, and then he was like, I freaking hate these ceilings. I want taller ceilings. Yeah, so they lifted the house. They lift. They lifted the entire first floor. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. it was cool shit to see. And this guy wanted to keep his deck intact. Yeah. So he just had his guys come over. They brought like a huge machine over, strapped it up to the machine, sawzalled the deck off the ledger board, and just lifted the deck off the yeah. house and just laid it in the backyard. Yeah, they put some beams in, in that <laughs> place too when they did. I look at John. I was like, John, it's gonna work, and he's like. Good enough. Yeah, it might. It, it, yeah, it could work. We it's were doing the work. finish work. So. <laughs> yeah, it's like we were just standing outside one day. Yeah. And I was like, "What is going on here?" He's like, "Yeah, you pull one off the house." Yeah, <laughs> it's right. like his brother-in-law that was doing the framing stuff. So it's awesome. Yeah, it was a cool. It was even though we were doing just the finish stuff, it was cool to come in and see, like what all that took. Yeah. to like lift that up before it was, they closed. It was like two phases up. of the house. Yeah, that was insane. Yeah, you did. Did you help me remove the kitchen too? Yeah, we yeah. took the kitchen out and put it back in. Yeah, that was a fucking headache. Yeah, same kitchen. Yeah. Just a foot away from the ceiling now? Yeah, basically, right? Pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. But it had to but come yeah. out and go back in, like, perfectly. And yeah. the John Marley perfectly. That's, like, another level of perfect. Yeah, well, like, I remember the window. We ended up moving a little bit because the window that the framer put in was, like, a half inch off center from the sink. Oh, shit, he had to move the whole thing. Yeah, we couldn't really tweak the kitchen layout, yeah, and it was already right. done. Yeah. So, yeah, I tweaked it all that, too. Usually when we were starting something new with John, like, we were going to, like, every like some days it would be like we were going to get into something. We would, like, start into it, and he would realize, like, this isn't lined up the way it needs to be, and we would, like, literally have to go back to, like, some other point yeah. and be like, we got to pull all this out. And I'd be like, what do you mean? He's like, well, this isn't lined up to here. And, this, and I'd be like, that makes complete sense, and I appreciate the fact that we're going to no, redo see, all this I stuff. Haven't know, I haven't known John that long. <laughs> yeah. Right. Maybe. But these we were we were young see, 20s. Right. And, like, no kids our age were doing that. When he starts talking technical stuff, like, on anything, yeah. th- it's like, all right, well, if I need research done or, like, he's if, done it. Like if he needs a trolling pedal <laughs> or whatever cut in place. Dude, gonna call me next time. <laughs> he, oh, his cuts. I was making fun of his cuts. Yeah. yeah. So it looks good. Pr- after. Pr- I didn't <laughs> know. It, I didn't know it went down because he's like, "Oh, I got to cut this into the deck here." And I was like, "You want me to come over and help with you?" And he's like, "No, I'm just gonna jigsaw it out." And I'm like, "I'm like, yeah. How hard could it be?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah." I mean, the worst thing is, I 
I have to replace the deck on my boat. And I literally, <laughs> looked, I'm, I'm, I'm like looking at the computer, what he has to do. And I was like, well, now you're making this sound a little bit more complicated. Yeah. What do you like? It was, it was pretty easy. I didn't transpose the template very well onto the carpet. Uh, yeah. And so when I cut it out, the thing didn't fit. And so then I just had to start hacking it hacking up. until she just, fit. Just looked like She's Helen good. Keller did it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but now it's square straight and operates perfectly. It does. It's a f- it it made a huge difference, dude. I was does, your, does your leg and back feel better with it recessed into My the leg deck? and back is getting better, which means, because I'm, I'm fishing still, you know. You, three, you're still standing, like, with your foot out. You'll be able to stand on top of it, like you're just standing. I know, I know. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is it, more, is it more ergonomic it's way more, yeah. yeah, it's like yeah. going from, like, a shitty office chair. I mean, I've been telling him to get one. He has. He goes, you're going to get leg I'm not even surprised because there's a bunch of things we all tell him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm stubborn as fuck. Been, he is. Yeah. Hey, John, I, I said to my wife one time, I would go, John's, like, best attribute. Like, when John gets stubborn, I usually never get mad. Even if it's, like, something that's pissing me off, I still <laughs> kind of laugh to myself. Because I'm like, dude, like, this, this characteristic that's in my way right now is so beneficial to us. So I'm not even going to yell at him. Yeah. I'm going to just let him be stubborn. Because <laughs> I'm like, I just, him being stubborn works for us 99 times yeah. out of 100. That's yeah. funny. It's just that one time where I'm just like, yo, let's plan a barbecue for something. And he's like, all right. And then just doesn't do it. <laughs> and then that's just like, oh, you didn't want to do that, did you? No, no, no. no. Yeah, <laughs> Oh, oh my God, God dude. Rammy. Rammy just messed up the whole camera <laughs> oh, game. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he did. Hilarious. <laughs> um, oh, jeez, dude. You, my Yeah, my my wife figured this out, like, took her a couple of years, but she's got it now. Like, if I don't want to do something, I never do it. Yeah, it just, yeah. I just yeah, come yeah. to just a point in life. It's like, if I don't want to do it, I ain't doing it. Like, there's nothing in the world that's going to get me. What if she wants you Fact. to do like, it? Fact. Like, he's an immovable if object I, of if, certain if the, things. If the benefit for me is not strong enough for me to do it, I don't do it. All right. It's interesting. Good for you. It's 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 <laughs> it's not so good, but but I didn't want to do it, so it was my choice. Yeah, but yeah. if you like put something, it's like he's like a dog with a bone, though. If you're like, hey, this needs this variance needs to get done, it's yeah. like it just hammer, 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 yeah. hammer until they tell him, okay, you can build it. Then. I had multiple yeah. people tell me that I was gonna get fatigue in my leg, like you did. You're like, dude, your leg's gonna get messed up. I was like, what does that mean? Well, from st- he. Because like I, I don't really know, he's so standing like sideways and putting. Ma- his foot. Imagine you have your foot like three, four inches, up. and you're putting all your weight on and your other foot. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a sewing thing. Yeah. Yes, hundred percent yeah. all day it, like that. Like imagine, yeah. Yeah. That and you're does. just trying to balance, you know, and you know. Now it, I understand why you got hurt. Oh, dude, completely bastard. Yeah. should be down. And I was literally like, dictionary. "What the hell happened?" Yeah. He was like fishing, and I was like, "What could you possibly <laughs> been doing know, right? fishing?" I was like, did you slip off the boat, like, loading or something? Like, no, it's the trolling motor. And I'm literally like, dude, like, you're in a lot of pain, so I believe you. But (laughs) the trolling motor, you expect me to believe this? I know, right? And then when you showed me the recess thing, I was like, oh, it's like having a wallet in your back pocket. Uh, Yeah, bad. Yeah, bad news. Jeez. Now you're a pro. We got to win more terms so I can buy a trolling motor. So in the wind, we can just hit a button. How much do you think we're winning in these tournaments? Yeah, Dude. seriously. <laughs> the, the, the winner two weeks ago won seven hundred fifty bucks. Really? So well, I think, how much? I think you, the motor you want is like thirty six hundred bucks. Uh, that's, why we'll we have, that's why I said we have to win. That's why I said we have to win a little. Yeah, like, we have to win a few times and then <laughs> we'll, we'll have enough. Yeah, that's like how, that's how we do things around here. We're just like, all right. If we we we, we operate on reward, rewards. Yeah. You have you have to like all right, be like, you want to go buy that. You got to sell a house this week. Yeah. And then yeah. it's like, 
Damn it. Well, it's like, all right, I, I sold a full home renovation. Does that count? <laughs> it's like, what's my reward? Yeah. It's like, n- no new cameras. New house or die. Yeah. <laughs> new house or die. New house or die. Do you have a fishing budget per year yet? No, because no. his budget is, if like this was his first line budget, yeah. it's just like, you well, wouldn't want to keep him on this trajectory. No, definitely not. <laughs> I replaced golf with it. So I, I got rid of a golf membership. Yeah. That probably paid for everything else but the boat. Damn. The boat, I'll agree. Right, probably yeah. did. So like, and not to mention not going to the club and alcohol, food, food alcohol. So the way I describe it, when people say it's bass fishing expensive, I say it's a, as expensive as golf. Your fishing rods are like your golf clubs. You got to yeah. replace them every couple of years, right? Yes and no. If you break them, I sat on the if fucking rod the yeah. other day. Done. <laughs> your fishing lures are like golf balls. Like you lose them, you got to yeah. replace them. It's how do you, how do you thing. store your fishing? I always have a problem with my fishing rod in my truck. Like, I never know where to put it. In my truck? Yeah, that's <laughs> a pain in the ass. Uh, like, I put it in the passenger seat, like, kind of. Kick it into the back? Like, yeah. yeah. That's how I have mine. Yeah. I have mine in my truck now. Yeah. You still have the Chevy? Which one? The Duramax? Yes. Yeah. Had it for 12 years now. Yeah, that's so awesome. Yeah, how many man. miles are on that now? Almost 200. Jeez, I don't drive man, it dude. as much because I got the other truck. For your work? Uh, yeah. The work by your truck? Yeah. He, yeah, he drove a, the little... What do you have for... What does the work give you? I have a 2015 Chevy. It's a... Or I'm 1500? in 1500? 1500, yeah. I had a 2015. Now I have a 2018. And then I might get a new one eventually, too. So, I just pass them down to the next guy. Yeah. So... And how's that work? The company just like, hey, John, go get a new truck? Or do you uh, just like, hey, my truck is falling? My off. boss is like, hey, you want a new truck? I'm like, yeah, sure. He's like, all right, go pick it up. <laughs> he may or may not say that anymore because that that straight line depreciation went away this year. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. Because before, so. if you owed a hundred grand in taxes and you bought a hundred grand of equipment, you could straight line you depreciation. Could straight on the line depreciated the first year, and then you pay no taxes. Yeah, that's what we did last year. You bought a brand new Duramax, and it just sits in the parking lot now, kind of like it's our snow for snow. Yeah. It's got a snowplow, and then if anybody's got to use it, so. yeah. But I should just. Steal I'm that pretty one. sure they got rid of that. We're starting to get – we're starting – our our goal is to, like, be ourselves, but definitely be kind of like Spire, I guess. Yeah. Um, So we're definitely starting to get into that, like, who will get cars eventually, who, who needs a car, what does that mm-hmm. look like and that cost. So it's, like, it's cool to hear about how, like, your company is larger than ours. Yeah. But you guys do – I mean, you guys do a hell of a good like, – Hell of a good stuff. A hell of so a good it's stuff. Like, that's what it takes. So if you want a new truck and you work for our company, we got to do that kind of work. We got to do that kind yeah. of work. Ryan, you got to figure out how to build them stairs. Right <laughs> yeah, there. we got to do curved stairs. Yeah, Everybody gets trucks. Because <laughs> <laughs> that means that we have, stairs. if we're building houses like that for, yeah. you know, I mean, we, we are starting to get the customer base and that momentum and that reputation with like those folks. Yeah. So I think it's a matter of time. I know it'll happen. So it's yeah. really cool to have kind of you as a, you help us out a lot with you know, different subs that I've definitely asked you for. But do you have people reaching out to you from, like, other companies just looking to, like, pick your brain all the time? Yeah, or hire me, too. Yeah. Yeah, but pick <laughs> my brain nonstop. I got a lot of... Um, They're trying to snipe you. When people, like, heard that my other project got pushed off to next year, that week my phone just kept ringing. It was... I was really surprised. And, like, what... The companies that compete with... Our, there's competition for Spire. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like Pymar is one of them, Poleg, um, Shea, 
uh, Doosan. There's a couple different ones. Mm. So, and they all know John for the most part, I guess. Yeah. So when they yeah, Cherokee, a couple of them. Does your does your boss like know that other people hit you up? Obviously. Oh yeah. 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 He's like, I'll break your legs. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, give me that new truck. Respectable <laughs> about it. So. Yeah. Do you, do you have to sign like any sort of like non competes or anything like that? We did that years ago, and then he threw them all out. Yeah. So, because he just thought about it over the weekend, was like, I don't feel right about this. Yeah. We we ran into that kind of recently with a subcon not a subcontractor a contractor, um, that perceivably is like us but not yeah. actually. He has a. We have found that he had had designers, different employees, subcontractors sign non-competes and promised them all kinds of stuff and then, like, never really delivered on his end. Yeah. Like, do you, it, in your profession, is that, like, common to see, like, a non-compete like that? Or is it, like, not really a thing? Or, I don't know if it's, I've heard it with, like, architecture mainly a lot. Um, it's usually when you have a reoccurring client base that comes yeah. back that you have to protect that client base. So, like, insurance companies, uh, real estate agents, like, they have a lot of non-competes. Uh, I hear mostly non-competes come from if someone were to leave and get a severance package or... So they're getting paid by the company they're leaving. They, the company doesn't want to be paying so them like, and them like, also work like for the Like a financial institution, like, yeah, makes uh, sense. like brokers, financial brokers, uh, investment guys. Mm. Like, they, ha- they actually... The, SEC or something makes them sit out for six months, but usually they can't compete. So then the other company pays them for six months. So usually when they transfer jobs from like Morgan Stanley to Merrill Lynch or whatever, they don't work for a whole year, but they're getting paid yeah. for the whole year. Yeah, that that change that's based upon like what series they're at. So right. if like you're six or seven, like if you're insurance series, you have to yeah. sit out for so many months. If you're a broker series, because I know a guy, a younger dude, who he's like thirty five to forty years old. They have their own fund, but when he started out, like out of Penn, he started his fund right away. But like you're a nobody, so he was working for a firm. That firm like fell apart in like this kind of like real shady FBI investigation. The owner like killed himself, but they all still joke that he's in Greece. Like there was no (laughs) body at the like it was real like yeah. And then they left that firm and went to another firm, and some like a similar situation, different situation. But similar level of catastrophe. Yeah. So they had to go through a whole nother FBI investigation for like all this stuff. But they were fine. They got out on the other side and kept their clients. But that guy had some sort of compete, like non-compete against them. And even though he was like under investigation or something like that, like they went to go reset their firm and all of their customers were like his customers. Really? Yeah. Technically. So they had to go and like, they couldn't actually solicit the customers. They had to like hire a third party secretary service personally to contact all those contacts and let them know. Like it was this huge like yeah. we won't get sued if we go like have some chicken Thailand call all these people from a like an eight. I was like, this is insane to hear that like somebody just doing a good job could all of a sudden just not be allowed to do a good job because yeah. somebody was like, Nah, you can't compete with us. Yeah, it was for like everything, like subs, it was for architects and owners. Mm. And we had one guy that, you know, we had a project we were looking into, and we didn't get it, and then he's running the whole project. So that was mm. so he, like, left your company and was, like, got a job at that company. So. Or he just built a, it on It's his a own. really, really rich family. Yeah. 
that basically started their own construction company for their projects. And hired that dude. Yeah, to manage it all. They've done this a couple of times, to be honest. Interesting. Yeah. So it's like kind of like, hey, we have the money. Why not just, you know, we're, we'll in-house it. Yeah, when you've got billions, yeah. it don't matter. Yeah. So... Buy, it's kind of like a hobby. It's kind of like a hobby to start a business at that time. It's like, oh, I'll start a construction company yeah. this week. Yeah, exactly. Get me some qualified people. I don't people. know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Usually if you have a billion dollars, you didn't, unless you inherited it, usually you're a pretty smart business person to get that money. Yeah, and that's, why you, and that's why you Believe think me, you can. Are. Yeah, and that's <laughs> why you think you can just start a construction company and be successful because you yeah. probably can. You probably can. <laughs> you you have hire, the resources. You hire John Marley and then. So anyone out there, any rich customers. I mean, if, yeah. Directly. I mean, if John turns you down, we got two beautiful guys right here. Well, that's our goal, <laughs> is to like pick and choose. I mean, we already kind of do pick and choose, but pick and choose a lot more, mm. especially like you know a bunch of projects coming in. And sorry, no, we can't. We're not you know doing that one. We're going to focus on these projects. So that's where our hope is for the most part. Things kind of like bigger projects kind of pump the brakes lately because of yeah. all the material costs. So we got a ton of smaller stuff happening and getting you know pre-con done on these other bigger projects just trying to break things down bass leg over here you get the bass leg do you do you mind doing like those smaller type projects or do you prefer to be on like the real in-depth i do prefer the bigger ones yeah yeah Yeah, it's just a lot more involved you know the little ones I, i don't like bouncing around as much you know yeah it gets a little bit more boring if i'm if it's smaller i'm performing a little bit more work I will say that. How, how far will you guys drive? Too far. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the one job I was going to do in Haddonfield, that's like 70 miles. And that's one way. Delaware County yeah. ain't close. No, that was, yeah, a little over an hour drive. It was about an hour and ten. How did you, so take <laughs> us through, like, your day. Are you getting on site at what time? Well, that job, I was definitely on site Definitely by 7 a.m., usually even sometimes there at 6 a.m. So it takes you like an hour to get there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was getting up at 4 a.m., you know. Jeez. Getting ready. And then what time do you get home? Um, so in the beginning of the job, a little bit earlier. But then towards the end of the job, I work long days. So, so you, you know, make sure it gets it done. 7, 8 o'clock or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Jeez. It's not so much even getting it done. It's just uh, when the project is at a very finished level, I like to be the the one unlocking and locking and the first one there and all that and I don't know I just don't like leaving and expecting that everything's okay. What do you think? What do you think? Spot like you you owned your own business yeah and like I mean you still technically do mm-hmm. even though you're so busy doing stuff for Spire yeah. What like do you just think that like because of your personality and how you are you just like naturally take on that like ownership mentality when yeah. you're taking on a project or is it something that like Spire has done for you? No, I kind of do and then they they even like let there's a couple of us that are considered like VP field op more than a superintendent. Yeah. Uh, because we kind of do it all a little bit where we're going to do the actual estimating, we're going to do the scopes, we're going to build the scopes, we're going to do the bid comps, we're going to mm. do all that. But then, you know, once it gets a little bit further in the project, you know, you're just focusing more as a superintendent. You can't be doing all that so much. Yeah. You know, so you got to be doing like that office, the, the, the back leg stuff. Yeah. So, you know, you always got a job trailer on site and stuff like that. So not everybody does that. Or even if they have, they've even pulled away from it, you know. So we've got estimators. We've got project managers. We've got assistant superintendents, regular supers. And then 
me and two other guys, the VP field ops. So, and we kind of VP field ops, like we, yes, two days ago, we had a meeting, just went through all subcontractors, us meeting the two other guys. We just went through all of our subcontractors, weeded out who we like, who we don't like and stuff like that. Sent it out to everyone for review. We're having another meeting for manpower on Friday to figure out future projects, who's going where and whatnot. So if you need to hire and how you do that. Yeah. So like, you know, normal super, like regular super doesn't do that stuff. So, so you're kind of like, because of your experience or maybe, you know, your level of care, I guess, yeah. for lack of any, you know, better way to say that you've kind of been entrusted with like, not necessarily running a job, but running the company. Yeah. At a certain aspect. Yeah. Yeah, even today, my boss sent me an email from a client that was, like, not happy about finishes at one of our guys' jobs. Like, the sanders, like, they, there might have been some board edges. Old house. Mm. that weren't fully, fully sanded, and a little bit of the old poly probably still in there, and you can mm. slightly see it with a water-based finish. Mm. So he's like, can you just handle this? Like, email her. Go meet with her. She likes you. Yeah. Go do your thing. So I got to do that tomorrow morning. But already emailed her and all that but yeah he didn't even he's just like here you go (laughs) i know you'll handle it yeah well the fact that you can probably identify what the problem is before even going there yeah i don't think many guys can do that i mean yeah because even like the assistant had there he did like a sample and then i like redid his samples too because i was like we gotta go a little bit deeper on this i knew it was already how gonna like that finish was an old poly from like the 80s or whatnot so it was soaked like it was (sighs) deep yeah yeah it is usually so that's tough. That's what, what you, I'm saying. Like when you talk to John and you talk to 99% of the other superintendents out there, right? His level, it just seems like his level of understanding of like how materials finishes work with other materials and finishes and being able to know what to do to fix them. I mean, it is to well, try to teach it, somebody what you know. Well, if you watch, if you watch John, like I've had the pleasure of watching John, like work on a deck come home have a red bull and then start working on a car and then like that car looks amazing yeah. and even though it was like crashed up or like everybody like it looked really good for two weeks and then yeah. like you took it out like i remember coming over one day and you were building like the metal panels for the inside of the doors yeah and like i like helped you like i cut the one panel out and you came by and you like cleaned up my cut a little bit and then you had this piece of plastic that yeah. you put along the rubber. edge yeah. of the pa- panel and then drilled it into the door. Yeah, I think I even made my own door leashes. Yeah, so, so like yeah. this car that you planned on just racing into another dimension, yeah. you were still taking the time to make sure like it was really nice yeah. on the inside. And I remember just standing there that one time and being like, I was just like, this dude just like, he, I just, like, I was just like, dude, I just want to be John's friend because, like, he just is, no matter what he was doing, it was just, like, he was very serious about it. And until that time, like, I hadn't really met too many people that were, like, I'm, like, I know you guys are doing that over there and that sounds fun, but I'm doing this right here and this has to be good before I can come over and do yeah. that. Yeah. He was very modest about his drifting, getting fourth place this last weekend. Yeah. He was very, ask, like, ask him. Like how much people spend on the cars that he was going against? Oh, I know they. I know how much they spend on these cars. Hundred thousand dollar cars. Yeah, with sequential gearboxes. Like you, like the camber. Like you don't understand what the suspensions to get the wheels turned out like that because they camber the wheels so that when you're sliding, more of your wheel is flat than when like for the front. Yeah. yeah. So like you have more track. Like there's like crazy shit and like 
you can't just go buy like the control arm for something like that. Like you don't just go buy that. You need to get like one that like reaches out so your wheels turn. Yeah, and then like, you gotta fit everything, and then everything's yeah, gotta, gotta be fitted. It. You gotta machine it. John, and John was the only one out there changing his own tires. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else had a whole crew. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet, dude. Yeah. I bet. You gotta put a GoPro on you next time because I I can imagine I you talking to yourself like changing the tires. Like, no, I. I want to go out and like it, like go out and like hang out with them one day and just kind of like watch and like film me because like there's a lot. It it seems yeah, like I'm, a good I'm, time. I made my own like I do. It's called smart strings for my alignments. Yeah, so you have this. Yeah. You have a piece of two by four. On so the you're front. a car guy. Well, you understand. Yeah. Like yeah. And then you like yeah. you you do your alignment from like the sh- based of measuring yeah, it off the string. Parallel off the car and yeah. check every wheel front and back. That's and fucking all that. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> If yeah. I had his garage, I'd be doing all this shit. Yeah, I love my garage. I know. I'm like, my next step. I haven't seen it yet, actually. My next yeah. step is John's, like, John's, like, garage house. Like, he's getting ready to, like, do his house house. I'm getting ready to do that. Like, the garage house. You know, it funny. sounds like boat projects are happening in Dude, his my, garage. Dude, my wife is all about it, too. So, I'm like, yeah, I showed her his house, and she was like, oh, yeah, that's totally cool. And I was like, garage? And I showed her, like, when you were, like, Doing the railing out front. This yeah. was like a while back. I was like, dude, this is what I would want to do. And she was like, yeah, that's awesome. I was like, oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's funny. I, I actually found a picture from 2012 of like the same barn. And like I had all this like inspiration. And it slowly at it. So. Yeah. Well, it's awesome to see you going after it. Yep. What do you, I guess like the, like the only other last question that I have for you is like, how do you attract people to your team? Like, how do you get employees? Like, how are you guys? For Spire? Yeah. Like, how do you do that? Because you are you have an involvement in that. Like, Somewhat. you get to pick. Somewhat. I, yeah. I, um, I'm not, I don't really recommend many people, to be mm. honest, for, like, hiring. Um, I've tried to reach out to, like, young kids and all that. But um, most of the people that I would want to hire are already hired so or already working somewhere, you know? Yeah, um, you'd want to snipe some ex- another exactly, you from somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So there's not too many because my boss is like, "Oh, well, go find somebody on Instagram, you know, to hire." And I'm like, "It's not that easy." It doesn't man. work that way. It doesn't work. We've that been way. let down more nine times out of ten. Whether you're hiring someone or you're going to work for something, like whatever, the, or you're meeting another contractor that you're like, "Oh, their work's really great." Yeah. Like when you meet them in person or you go to see it, like usually it's disappointing. Yeah, the best guys we've hired. Is like how I was hired, where they were a subcontractor or worked for some company and subcontracted for us. We got to know them for years. You get to know how they are. And you had the relationship. And, yeah, they have been the best hires. And none of that, they have the good relationships with subs. So, like, when I was a sub, I was working with, like, half of the guys as a sub, too. Subs know other good subs. Yeah. Was it hard? Was it, like, you're still really young comparatively for the level of building that you're doing? Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah. Would you do, you, do you come up, like, as you, especially, or as you were coming up, and even now, did you experience, like, the older guys, or yeah. maybe stuff, you'd be like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I just, like, I don't even, like, think about it. I just, like, all right, we got to get to it, doing our thing, and then usually they figure it out after a day or yeah, two. Yeah, and then at the end of the yeah. project, when they see it all, and then, like, yep. you're responsible at the end. Yeah, like, I've uh, built some uh, really good relationships that way. Like, this one guy, who's like, Super thorough, and I remember he was, like, picking on me in the beginning because I was young and all this stuff. And then I was like, dude, you got to do this right. You got to do that. You got to, like – he was doing all beaded inset for this exterior door we did. Okay. And and then I was like, I want you to pre-paint the back of the moles before you assemble everything 
this color that we have. Uh, I forget the color. I think it was white dove or something. So it was like, he's like, nobody's ever asked me to do that. I was like, well, you can see the back of the mold through the insulated glass. He's like, I never really thought about that. So I don't know. You just kind of like earn the respect. And yeah, I just stared at it. It was like, he was like, oh no, like that's not right. I gave him whole shop drawings. Was he Amish? No, I just, you made him sound Amish. I know. So I was like, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, he's well. Canadian. Well, his name's Myron Slayball. He's retired now. Slayball. <laughs> yeah, and he he's like, I think he's Irish. Actually. Okay, okay. But, yeah, he was like, I gave him my drawings with everything. He's like, nope, I just measured it. That's not right. And then I'm like, all right, let's remeasure this. He stuck his tape down on the bottom plate, so he was an inch and a half off, so all of his rises were wrong on his drawings. I was like, all right, use my drawings. Take them. <laughs> <laughs> So, so yeah, you, that's that's awesome. I guess basically what you did was you you just became undeniable at a certain point. I like, just you know you just show up prepared and stuff like that, and you just I don't know. I just do my job basically. Yeah, but that's just trying awesome. to prethink everything. Not perfect either. You know, you always run into little issues. Yeah, so yeah, that's awesome. Jeez, live and well, you learn. I'm glad we got this dude a GoPro now. Do you yeah. have a GoPro yet? I have a knockoff one. Yeah. Yeah. Like real a piece. no pro? It's like. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no, boom, yeah. Boom, boom. It's like a $40 <laughs> Amazon guy. Yeah. Why is that? Because you're planning on crashing it off a car? I don't know. It was cheap, so I bought it. Dude, they have this suction cup, guys. We yeah. want to see a suction cup. And, like, when you film it, would you, your, have you ever seen your team, your blood masters, right? I want to see, like, sponsored by. Yeah, there's after five. We have a guy uh, GoPro, <laughs> GoPro provided by. Yeah, we have like a ton of media guys on track, and um, I would think that like media, like content people, or like drivers, would kind of tend to be photo- like. There's probably yeah. like a huge because it's kind of like the tattoo skateboarding industry. Yeah, where you still ha- you have a lot of those like mixed artistic. Yeah, so there's this artist thing, the that's artistic. Guy, I don't. He's like part of this company. It's called Swivel Mount, and they. They like invented it, and it's what like I this no, just uh, that's just something I've been doing to you now. You don't realize I do it every time you see artistic. I go, yeah. I like clarify you're not saying yeah, autistic. So yeah, no. so that these guys invented this mount, <laughs> it's a bad four, joke. four GoPros for drifting, so that way it's facing forward the whole time. So how's that? It's on some sort of like multi gear, like multi it's, thing. It's like a bearing setup, and it has a fin on it, so it's so weighted it to the car. Oh shit! Yeah. And it's freaking sweet. That's that's so so. So I guess. Like, so they got GoPro nines all the time. They're all slapping. Someday on. when I'm rich, I'll probably want to get into this in like a year or two. I guess there's a couple of things I want to build before that. We'll be rich in a year or two. It takes a lot from of God, work. From your voice, the God's ears. <laughs> <laughs> your Bitcoin to the moon. <laughs> Don't take my crypto away from me. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of home starts coming next year. Yeah, you're right. So in two years. No, but I want to build the... I'm building an overland truck right now. So I want to do that first. But what do you... Overland truck? Yeah, I have like a Lexus GX. I got like a bumper what on land it. are you going over? I'm going to find oh. a bunch of shit to go over yeah. and then camp in the I middle of the woods. I got trails in my woods. Yeah? Yeah, I got a creek crossing. No way. Yeah. Let's do you it. You can film out there as if Let's you're in the it. wild. No, yeah. well, yeah, I'll, I'll like get a John. I'll be the issued the first ever John Marley camping permit. Yeah. It's it's like the uh, canoe people in the lake when they think they're in the wild. It's like, no, you're on a lake that's <laughs> right here. Yeah, man. I'm going to see how wild I can get it. 
have you ever uh i got it past uh famous reading too you ever hear that what's this famous reading outdoors uh yeah 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 yeah. i haven't ever actually gone there but i know a bunch of people with jeeps that go out there it's worth it if yeah you be a, a off-roader yeah you pay a hundred and like but you have to go with other people because if you get stuck or something like that you're fucked you have to yeah but Whatever. You put a winch yeah. on that bumper. No, dude. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, my bumper's set up for We saw the winch spots, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, dude, the winch is going right there. Yeah, it is. If you're just, like, cruising around, you'll be all right. But, yeah. I got to do wheels and tires next and suspension. Yeah. I I know what suspension I want. I just don't have tires and wheels picked out. So you only pay, like, 175 bucks for the year. For the membership? Yeah. I probably as would. As you want. I would. It's 27,000 acres. I'll probably do that before you can just go I drive any of it. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. I'm gonna probably do that before I put the tent on it. Too, by the way, you can shoot guns there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sold. Sold. Um, dude, as your truck gets more and more done, Ariel's gonna look more like a badass every time she drives it. Oh, I know. She says that. Like when I, dude, somebody, somebody was like, "You," or they're like, "Somebody was like, this is a pretty brand new car," or because she took it to the place to put the bumper on for me. Yeah. And they were like, "Are you?" Sure. They were like, they looked at her kind of like, um, what? <laughs> and they're like, she's like, yeah, I got this bumper coming here. It looks like this. Can you put this on? And they're like, to this Lexus? <laughs> Not like a beat up one? And she was yeah. like, yeah, this one. And they were like, okay. We've never done it to a Lexus. Like, usually it's like we're doing it to pickup trucks and stuff. Like, they were, I was like, what do you, you mean? Like, you this is what I want to do. I got a. Are you still making payments on that Lexus? Oh, a couple payments. Yeah. Uh. I always make fun of drift kids when they're at the track and they got like a brand new car and I'm like, You making payments on this? And they're like, Yeah, I'm like stupid. You you're idiot. gonna crash it in the <laughs> fucking wall and you don't have the like race insurance is not a thing for no. a car that cheap. Not at and all. Like, if you have like a Porsche G T two or something, yeah. you get that insured for the day. But yeah, the the Toy or the I wanted a Toyota Land Cruiser. Yeah. Um the old one and the new one. honestly, any of them. Yeah. So I was looking at those for a while. And then I kind of started getting into, like, a buddy of mine had a really, really sick 4Runner, but that has a six-cylinder. Yeah. And I was like, that's not something I'm into. Some of the old ones got V8s. Yeah, and they're hard to find. And they also yeah. have this, like, b- battery acid problem where they, like, drip and, ca- and start general. fire and shit. So yeah. I was like, all right, I'll get, I the Lexus GX was, like, overseas is a really popular car for, like, what I wanted to do with it. So I was like, but it's a Toyota overseas. So I was like, oh, so I got to buy a fucking Lexus. That's going to suck. So I looked at them for a while, and they were like anywhere from seventy four to 84000 brand new. And I was like, all right. So used, I started like building like kind of like what, what, how many miles and price was like good used, like where I could get it at. And then I ended up finding one. Like, kind of on a whim on a Saturday, found it, and, like, literally an hour later, I was buying it. I got, I forget what, like, the final deal was, but it had, like, 15,000 miles on it, and I think I got it for, like, a little bit of cash and 49,000 or something like that. So, I saved, like, I was never going to buy a brand new one. Yeah. But the one I got was, like, a 2019, and the only thing different from that and the 2021s and the 2022s where they had, like, this, like, 3D camera system on them. So yeah. you could, like, press this button and, like, see how close you were to, like, different obstacles and things. And I'm like, the fuck do I need that for? All them sensors <laughs> will go bad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to break all that stuff. So yeah. we got a hu- got a good deal on it and didn't look back. Yeah, you know how much my off-road vehicle costs me? 
what the little Japanese guy? Yeah, it was probably what two grand for the truck and four thousand dollars in transfer taxes. Two hundred dollars for the truck. Okay, and how much for transfer taxes? I had to ship it here from Japan. Yeah. So after that and port fees and everything, all together, sixteen hundred bucks. What? Damn. Yeah. Can dude. we do another one? No, I've been. David trying. just bought two. They jacked them all. I up. don't want to tell him what. I Not his. The hot. He, he's got one hot. The right, a right side is. drive. Yes. When but, did this happen? But he he uh, did not pay sixteen hundred dollars. No, he probably paid top dollar seventy five hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. That's he's so got two people. of them. He's got. Did he's you got see the, the ones over? And what's the other company that makes the other one? Well, there's Honda. There's he's, Suzuki. He's got one Suzuki and one. Yeah, carry then Suzuki carry. I think so. Yeah, Super they're all right sand, drive. Super sandbar. Did you see? There's there's um, there's two wheel single wheel front over by um, Ashwood. Oh really? For sale out in the front yard. Somebody sends me pictures of them all the time. Like, please just buy them. Oh shit! It's they're like painted that. Out. Uh, what's the, it called? Episode from from Top Gear. Yeah. 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 I got you. I know what you're talking about. Go watch Top Gear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you never see that show? I can probably put it on the bass boat. YouTube it while I'm fishing. Dude, the three wheel Top Gear episode is one of the best. Hilarious. Yeah. Definitely funny. He comes the, the epi- it in and just rolls it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, my brother and I loved Top Gear when it was like overseas only. Yeah. And we discovered it when we were like on a trip in Europe and like my aunt, like her cousin or whatever was stationed someplace and we were just clicking through the channels and there were just these British dudes like just reviewing cars and it was like First or second, or th- it was one of the first seasons. Yeah, we're like, oh man, we got to get this back home. And when we got back home, it was like this is like I forget what year it was, like mid two thousands. We got back home and nowhere to be found on any channel. And then Speed Vision popped up for like a brief second, and they had Top Gear as a mm. show, and then they went bankrupt. <laughs> so <laughs> until until Top Gear went on like Netflix or whatever, it was yeah. just like, oh, that was such a good show. But that I think their episodes where they have like the three wheel cars or they go on like the trips oh, yeah, where everything the goes wrong and crash. Those are the those yeah. are the episodes that I love the best. But they are. Dude, maybe you can film one of those with your little cart and your new GoPro on Marley Farms. Yeah. It won't be as entertaining because I'm not gonna roll it. It'll be cl- <laughs> it'll be close to rolled. I almost rolled it a couple times. But Dude, thanks for coming on. Yeah, man. It thank, took us a little while to get you. you in here. It took a GoPro, but yeah, right. We got you in here. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, thanks for coming. Yeah, man. Um, if you want to go find John, he's findable. Uh, yeah. it's fine, fine woodworking on Instagram. Yeah, I got another one. Marley Four. Yeah, Marley Four. That's my original. That's the good one. If it's you're the one in, I actually post on, man. Yeah, that's the one with <laughs> all the drifting and, you know, John's like, day to day. Yeah. Yeah, there's some runs. Actually, that latest video is the guy. So he's got more than double the amount of horsepower as me, and he won first. What's that, a Beamer? Yeah. He's got an LS with a supercharger. What? Who's flying the... Camera. So there's like some legit drone guys. Did it say that when you avoided the inside clip, is that a good thing? So it's funny. That's the one that they're going to probably change to an outer zone. So, like, where they want you to hit this outer zone, then an inside clip, and then an outer zone, it really throws your line off. Damn, that's sick. Dude, there's a picture. How fast are you going into that last turn, do you think? It's, we're only doing like 40, probably. But there's a picture 
pretty fast, dude. I think if this is the next video. Yeah, that one. I'm following that dude on another video, and my bumper's in the wall completely. Oh, yeah, I saw that one yeah. with the back of your car. Is that picture on your Instagram? Uh, it was just a story when I just started. Yeah. You're following this time. Yeah, so that's, you end up flipping. We did it one more time, and then I had to get really aggressive. What's crazy is how there's two drones flying right next to each other. Yeah. You see the other one? Dude, yeah, yeah. There'll be like four of them there. It's insane. So who's doing better here, you or him? Me. I won. Because when we, like, flip-flop, I had a lot more of a gap on him. Like, I was on his door pretty much the whole time there. Right. I mean, I'm so like, you're supposed to give him just enough room for him to stay transition. Him like a zone. Yeah. He, as he's transitioning, you're supposed to give him that and then come right back up yeah. on him. Yeah. And when I'm like transitioning all that, like I'm not waiting for him. I'm like, he better be in transitioning now. <laughs> right. <I am>. Or else we got two cars. Well, damaged. actually, there there was the one turn that he didn't transition fast enough into the bank. And I bumped his rear bumper, and then that's when my rear bumper hit the back wall. Oh, because you, you, like, you lost that energy. I transitioned and got on the gas a little faster than he had his car turned fully, and then bumped it, and then it like my back bumper hit the wall, too. It was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty cool. Yeah, I got the wall like four times. Are you doing that, that this weekend? weekend? You going tomorrow? I'm debating. My one buddy's been trying me to get – there's like a really good event in two weeks, so – Get ready for it, it. For then, yeah. Dude, maybe we'll go check that out. Yeah, it's called just Free- Freedom Moves. Freedom Moves, just kind of watch. That's cool shit. Mike Knapp. Yo, Mikey Knapps. Yeah, that's the owner. I don't know what. Mike Napoleon, or whatever his last uh, Napoleon. Short for Knapp. Uh-huh. Mike Knapp. Yeah, we know Mike Knapps. The same guy? Different Mike Knapps. Oh. Yeah. Different. yeah, different Mike Knapps. That's awesome, dude. Thanks for coming yeah, on. Go yeah, find yeah. John. Subscribe, like, follow. Uh, we're definitely doing another giveaway soon, so hopefully people participate. What are you giving away? We're giving away um, I don't know. a dinner date with John. <laughs> Maybe they should comment below what we should give away. Yeah. yeah. Let yeah. us know. Right. Let what us know. Give, we give, give away. away that table. Oh, shit. Table I want to sell any money. <laughs> 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 That's fine. Got to pay them bills. <laughs> yeah, gotta we do. Bills, we got to pay these bills, so. We're trying to pay these bills, so subscribe to this channel. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening.